What would we do, baby, without us? Shalala. Hello and welcome to another very special episode of Alex P. Keaton is my friend. I'm your friend, Phil Vecchio, and today we'll be talking about episode four, titled Summer of 82. This episode aired originally on the 27th of October, 1982, so uh, right in time for Halloween, and never have I seen a more appropriately themed Halloween episode than this one, am I right? Yeah, it's kind of scary. <laughs> All right. Well, here is uh, with me is my special guest host for this episode. This is my mom, Marilyn Vecchio. Hi. Thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. So um, I thought it was very appropriate um, to have you um, as a guest host on my show. Not necessarily for this episode, right? But it's not like I've never gone and seen awkward things with you before. <laughs> That's true. Uh, we, we've we've That's been our known specialty. we've been known to go see um, uncomfortable <laughs> entertainment from time to time. Um, but I thought it'd be fun because you were there when I first saw Family Ties, mm -hmm. and um, I wouldn't have ever seen it if it wasn't for you and Dad. So tell us about yourself and your history with watching Family Ties. Back, do you remember me watching it with you? What? Tell well, me about you know, that. it's really funny because I've heard you on the other shows. Yeah, talk about you listen to my shows. Of course, I do. Oh, that's good. That's I good. listen to. Almost everything you do. That's a lot of hours of me talking. It's it impressive. Is. Fortunately, <laughs> I have a long commute to work. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So on the other shows, you've mentioned how this was one of the family shows that we sat and watched. And I have to be really honest with you. I don't remember it as a show <laughs> that we sat and watched. So, um, so I'm I, lying here all these times. No, I'm not saying that. I mean, you know. Okay. I, what I'm shows do you remember us but, watching? Well, I... But well, let me say I do okay. remember watching it, okay, and I do remember watching it with you, and I remember thinking because you always talked about how he was kind of your hero, and <laughs> and it was a, and Alex Pekeaton was a perfect match for you. I mean, it really, I okay. agree wholeheartedly with Matthew when he says that he knows how how those siblings felt. <laughs> right. Well, I know how his parents <laughs> felt, so there is no question that part I do remember. I just don't remember us on a weekly basis all getting together and sitting down and watching. The show. Okay. Um, okay. But I'm sure we did, you know, together, so, obviously. So tell us what shows you do remember us watching as a family. Then. Okay. Well, first off, this show aired in 1982. But it so, went through 89 ish. Right, right, right. I believe. But I'm just thinking back in the early days when you were pretty small. Right. Um, we used to watch the original Saturday Night Live. We watched that, um, MASH. Okay. Um, uh, what's that? Wild, Wild West. Um, wow, Wes, I thought that was yeah. like more 70s. Um, well, it could have, it's all it's kind blending of blending together a little there. That's okay. There, yeah. A team, um, definitely a team. Um, what about Remington Steel? I remember watching Remington oh, Steel, yes, definitely Remington. I think Steel. that I think those were more like 83, 84, though. Yeah. So, you know, we're getting a little later. Kind of, it'd be kind of interesting. That might be something that would be fun to do is just to pull out a list and see what was playing when. Because do you remember Riptide? That was the one where the guys lived on a boat and they solved crimes. Yes, actually, I do. Okay, and I think that, that played in a block with like Remington Steel, A Team, and Riptide. Yeah. Or maybe it was Magnum PI, A Team, and oh, and Magnum PI, we definitely watched. And what about the Starsky and Hutch? I don't know when that one. That's was. definitely seventies. Was that seventies? Yeah. Okay, so I don't know. We but there also were reruns and stuff back yeah. then, you know. And we obviously just like to watch TV. <laughs> well, and then later on, of course, AFV, America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh, definitely. Um, in um, that original run there. But, but there's no question this was one of the shows, and there's no question that what you say 
is true because I remember. Well, it, I remember watching yeah. it as a kid, so I, you know, yeah. but, but yeah, I just, it might have been later on too. It might not have been this early in the run, yeah, probably. That's true. And um, it was definitely a show that I always enjoyed. Okay. Definitely, okay. Definitely in on the list. Sha la la la. All right. Well, so uh, now's your chance to shine. You're going to give us a brief summary of the episode in your words. What what okay. happened? For those listeners at home who didn't yet watch it on Amazon Prime, or maybe they don't have Amazon Prime, but they just want to listen anyway, tell us what happened in this episode. Okay. So, once again, Alex P. Keaton was trying to find a way to make money. And so <laughs> his most recent one was that he was delivering groceries. Fun fact, this is his first time working as a grocery store um, at uh, Adler's Grocery, but that's his ongoing job from here on. Okay. So you'll see that come up a little bit more. All right. And he had his little sister helping him. I did enjoy the fact that she pointed out that he felt like he would make a better tip if he had a cute little girl with him. Uh-huh. Um, because I do remember three sons of mine utilizing their younger sisters in the same way. <laughs> um, so that definitely right. is true. It's a good tactic. Yes. Tactic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, one of well, his actually first delivery, um, was to a, um, young girl that was in college and she, um, and him both found immediate common ground. They talked about an economist named, what was his name? I have it wrote, I wrote it down cause I knew I wouldn't remember Milton Friedman. Um, and it, she was writing a paper about him, and Alex said, oh, he's my favorite economist. And so they started a conversation about him. Um, and after that, he – oh, okay, he went home. I have to remember the story. <laughs> and he got a phone call from her inviting him to go see this economist, um, front row, middle seats. Which and is that a thing that actually has ever happened? Economist speaking? Oh, yeah. You know, back in the days before we had, you know, lots of TV available and, you know, just the, all of the media we have now. Um, we used to go see speakers and. Did you ever um, watch an economist? An economist wasn't exactly my interest. Okay. But what I, speaker did you go to? Well, I, um, Probably the my favorite one was Corey Tinboom, the um you know, the famous uh, a person from the war. <laughs> so what was she from again? Oh, she was one of the people that um had to hide from the Nazis. Oh, okay, okay. And this was testing if you still knew. <laughs> oh no, I knew what she was. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Um I just it was, that was a little bit off topic, so I didn't want to go. Oh, that's okay. Like, okay. Well, just, you know, yeah. Just but anyways, yeah. So, yeah, we would, we would go to live speakers, you know, live comedians. I know we still do that now, but it was probably even more common then to go to all the live all right. performances. Um, anyways, you got me totally sidetracked. So he went, <laughs> he, he went with her to go see the speaker. And when they got back, this is like really uncomfortable. I have to tell you that this, oh, this is not, not my hand picked for you. <laughs> it just was the next one. Okay. Chronology. So they got back from um, seeing the speaker, and he was invited in, and one thing kind of led to another, and the next morning he was singing songs about how the birds do it and the bees do it, and that's the story of love. Um, and I love because we watched it with Dad, and Dad goes, now – 
the way that he's singing, that indicates that something happened the night before. <laughs> yes. Yes, it did. We're trying Definitely. to be subtle there, but he wanted to like spell it out. So. Right. So, um, let's see. So at that point in time, um, there's a couple other little side stories going on. Um, his, probably the only thing really that Mallory had in it was her trying to figure out a book report. So she wanted to know if somebody had read a book that, that they could tell her about so she could write the book report on it. That was a pretty good little bit Yeah, there. so it was just very short. But the it was last kind he of, come home. Did he yes. come home or did he yeah. not come home? <laughs> yes, so that was one that she had read when she was really young. Um, the youngest daughter, her only piece in it was she was making scrambled eggs with chocolate chips, trying to get somebody to, ta- to test it. And, and the funny part was when the dad finally tasted them he's like well the only problem is there's not enough chocolate chips which is something your dad would say by the way <laughs> um so there there was that going on but most of it in this show definitely was all centered around the one story so the next day he's all excited because he's obviously in love and he decides to go surprise her which is actually a storyline of many 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 sitcoms if you yeah, think about it yeah, you know the the surprise visit and so he brings a couple of wrapped melons over there to him to her and he gets there and she's got another young man with him with her in the uh in her apartment and he's heartbroken and there's some back and forth trying to decide who she's really interested in and and then he leaves um and comes home walks in on his parents and sister's getting ready to go out to the movies. And that was kind of a fun one because he goes, what are you going to go see? And they said, endless love. And he's like, ah. <laughs> um, and then it ends with him having a a serious discussion with his dad about. As most of the, the episodes do. <laughs> yes, about the first time and and all of that stuff. <laughs> and all that. <laughs> so that's kind of the summary. Sha-la-la-la. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's talk about um, a couple of guest stars that were on the show. We had basically two guest stars on the show. Okay. We had um, the girl that Alex was romantically uh, involved with, okay. and the uh, the guy that she was then with the the following morning, as you brought up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, we have Amy Steele, and uh, this was you know the the girl that he. Uh, had his time with Stephanie Brooks. Um, she was in a number of things, actually stuff that we've talked about. Right. She did a lot of guest stars spots on TV shows. She was on the A Team. Yeah. She was on Chips. Yeah. Which I know is another one that you've watched. Yeah, that's another one. Of mine. Um, Jake and the Fat Man, Father Dowling Mysteries. Remember <gasps> we used to watch those. I love Father yeah. Father Dowling Mysteries. I was just talking about that on some other show. I think with Brendan on Radio Brendan. Really, Band, I haven't been able to that. find that anywhere either. Like on I don't know. I don't know if it's Hulu around or stuff. Yeah. Um, he was on Home Improvement, which is one oh. that we watched. He was on. She was on Diagnosis Murder. Oh, that one's another one. Top so, one. like, she's yeah. basically been in all the shows that you've watched. She, I know you mm-hmm. guys have watched Jag, right? Yeah, not one, not so oh, much. Oh, not so much. Okay, but I've yes, I've seen it. Um, she was on Millennium, which is the spinoff show from the X Files. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been a lot of stuff. Um, but probably she's most famous for. Uh, she was a one of the main characters in Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Oh, before okay. this, so that was kind of what led to her getting these other things. So okay, um, and she was on a couple of of uh, uh, soap operas, All My Children and Guiding Light. So, mm. so that's her. 
And then the other guy um, who was on the show, he was the guy, what was his name? Pete, I think it Pete, was. Pete, yes. Pete, it was Pete. Who was there the next day. And he actually had a funny little bit there with his, um, you know, I was there, talking I from was the here other first. room. Yeah, I was yeah. here for talking from the other room and stuff. Yeah. So he's been a couple interesting things. He was in, he's been in a ton of like TV shows mm-hmm. all the way back to All in the Family. He was uh, a kid on the show back in oh. 1973. Okay. Um, he was on One Day at a Time. He was in Jaws 3D as Sean Brody. Whoa. Which, okay, uh, that's a big part. Which is a, a big one. I, I can't remember which brother that is because that's the one where one of the brothers dies right away, I think. I can't remember. Those are yeah, all so they, dumb and they, they blend they together. They all kind of blend, yeah. Um, he was also in The Duck Factory, which is funny because another one of our guest stars we recently talked about was on that. And that's <laughs> the one that was Jim Carrey's show um, before really? he became super famous. I didn't and know it that. Was a, it was about an animation team on a cartoon about a duck. Huh, and okay. so he was on that. And another one of our guest stars that we talked about um, were on that as well. He mm-hmm. was on The Love Boat. Um, this is interesting, uh, though. He was in this episode of Family Ties, but he actually has a recurring role later on, two episodes huh. uh, that we'll see in uh, subsequent seasons Okay, as a character named Neil. So we'll see him popping back up again. Um, fame, New Heart, Hill Street Blues. I mean, he was in tons and tons of stuff. But another one pertinent to me uh, because on Radio Brendo Man, I've been watching through Star Trek The Next Generation, and yeah. he has a recurring role as Mordok, um, as one of these like aliens that's on the show. Okay. So he's on that. Ooh, I wonder if that's the same one. So he And he was also on Home Improvement, and I wonder if that's the same as the girl was. I don't know. We'll have to go back and look. Oh, but she was on Home Improvement. She was on Home Improvement. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Oh, so both right. of them were on at some point. So who knows? I don't yeah. know if it was the same episode. I'm not going to go back and look right now. But okay. if you guys listeners at home, you want to look and then write into us, you can write us at Alex B. Keaton uh, is my friend at gmail.com. All right. Um, so that's our guest stars. Good. Sha-la-la-la. All right. So real quick, we've got a music cue to talk about here. Okay. Alex, um... The the morning after, we'll say, it was singing some a song. Right, uh, it was very bubbly in his uh, his smoking jacket and such, mm. and his and pipe. pipe. Yeah, which <laughs> let's just talk about real quick. Like, so this whole episode, she offers him alcohol mm-hmm. and he accepts it, which is clearly stated. He's seventeen, and she's in college. We don't know exactly how old, but no. um, you know, she's- and then. He's walking around with the pipe, and the parents joke about it a little bit, but none of them, neither of them seem like concerned that he's no, like has a pipe. It's probably, it's kind of, I'm sure, from the whole hippie roots because they also weren't real upset about the possibility of something having happened either, right? Right, Um, that's and I might have hippie roots, but I'm not quite so accepting of that. (laughs) Well, the funny thing though is that like these days, especially underage alcohol and and uh, tobacco use is like way more regulated on TV, right? So that would have instantly gotten them into a much higher rating, you know, as far as the you know appropriateness. appropriateness yeah. Yes. Um, but anyway, so I thought that was that was kind of interesting. Yeah. But he's walking around, he's singing a song. You knew the song right yes. off the bat. Let's do it. Let's fall in love. Birds do it. Bees, Bees do, do it. it. Yeah. Can you do a little rendition for us? No, I'm not going to sing. We were doing it well, during the show. <laughs> That's okay. That's Other right. times we've had that... guests like that perform a yes, little bit. Yes, but they know how to sing. Okay, oh, you had... <laughs> fine. All right, well, who is it by? You knew. Um, Cole Porter. Cole Porter, yes. Yeah. Now, they also make reference to Barry Manilow. Oh, and episode. I know Barry Manilow. I've no. seen Barry Manilow in concert. Really? Yes. Um, he's the one who sang Mandy, Copacabana. I write the songs. 
I write the songs and make Okay, the whole world you knew one. Sing. There we go. I was in production okay. choir as a kid, so I got to know <laughs> okay. a lot of songs that might right. have been before my time a little bit. So good, because that I would have run out of songs if you hadn't recognized that one. <laughs> so I know, I recognize Mandy too. Oh, and you did. Copacabana. I'm, okay. I mean, I was in music. Oh, you stuff. just were looking very blank when I was saying no, I was the name. I waiting for you to list more. Oh, okay. <laughs> and for you to perform one, but I guess and I'm not getting that. That's not going to happen, no. Um, you might be able to talk dad into singing when he's here, but not me. Now, Alex said that he thought the. Um, he was more excited to see the the economist than Barry Manilow. Manilow. So yeah. Funny. So all right, that's I, about all the music I'm, we have. I'm kind of pretty sure that you would feel the same way. <laughs> to see an economist over Barry over Manilow? Manilow. Yeah. Oh gosh, no! I do not enjoy seeing people just stand and talk. Yeah, but you do like money. Yeah, but that does. I don't like it that much. Okay. And, well. and 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 to sit and listen to someone tell me how to make money when I could just be out making money, I don't okay. need that. But compared to watching. Barry Manilow sing Mandy. It's live music. I enjoy live music. I'm going to remember that. Yes. If there's an option between watching an economist lecture or okay. seeing Barry Manilow live, I will pick Barry Manilow. Plus, Steve Taylor, who's a musician that I like, refers to him in one of his songs. So I would just think oh. of that the whole time. Okay. So for your birthday, I can give you a gift certificate. Your choice. We can go see an economist or we can see Barry Manilow. Um, if... If the choices are Barry Manilow and an economist, mm-hmm. yes, I would pick Barry Manilow. But no, I don't want either of those for my birthday. A few, because I'm not so sure we could find an economist. <laughs> Lecturing. I don't know which would be harder to find, Barry Manilow doing a live show or an economist. That's true. Okay. All right. Anyways, well, that's, that's our music cues. Okay. Sha-la-la-la. All right. Well, uh, now we've got um, we've got some jokes to explain here. Did you make any notes of stuff? Well, you know, it's funny because the jokes all seem to make perfect sense to me. I'm trying to think. I made all kinds of notes. Okay. But I what think they're more quotes because there were some very inspirational quotes in this one. So I'll wait for the quotes wait part for, the for quotes. that. Okay. Okay. But let me see. I don't think I have any jokes. Well, I have a few. Okay. Um, first of all, uh, this is it wasn't so much a joke. But um, it was a reference, I suppose, that I think people might uh, need explained. People that so again, we have some listeners that are from a younger generation. In fact, you know, people that tend to listen to podcasts are typically you know younger, right? And um, that thing that she was using at the beginning as a tool to create a, uh, she said it was for her thesis. Do you know what she was using? Oh, you mean the typewriter? That was a typewriter. <laughs> you might have okay. recognized some similarities with the keyboard on the computer and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that, you know, people just use their phones now. I don't know. That's like, true. In, in our next generation might not even recognize the structure of a regular keyboard. That's true. So That's um, true. it was a typewriter. Okay. I don't think I'm pandering too much because I thought that, but then I would ask Matthew, who was like 28 last time, about... If he knew who Phil Donahue was and he had no idea. So it seems to me like, well, of course everyone knows who that is. But rapidly, the things that we're familiar with each generation goes away, yeah. you know. So um, okay. so there might be someone out there who's like, what is that antique thingy that they were using? It's right. a typewriter. And okay. if not, then oh well. It's it's um classic. It is, it, yes. They would call it classic now. Okay, a couple more. So we mentioned earlier the economist Milton Freeman. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to let you know I double-checked. It is a real person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milton Freeman was an economist who won the Nobel Peace Prize – or sorry, the Nobel Memorial Prize mm-hmm. in Economic Sciences in 1976. So he was a real economist. 
Okay. You know, you always wonder sometimes if they're talking about people on a show. Is it right. real? But yes, he was real. Yes, I don't remember him. Um, we talked about Barry Manilow, musician. Yes. Um, I thought this was funny. Dad asked about this because they kept making a joke in order to avoid talking about an uncomfortable subject. Oh, yes. How about, about those Cleveland, Cleveland Indians? Indians. Yeah. Um, the family does live in Columbus, Ohio. According to Wikipedia, I'm sure it's mentioned throughout the series, but um, mm-hmm. so that makes sense because Cleveland is in Ohio. And I'm assuming Indians are some sort of a sport um, team. team. I think it's baseball. That's probably true. Yeah. That sounds right. I'm pretty sure. But that's. I wouldn't bet my life on it. <laughs> I, nor would I, but I'm pretty sure you're right about yeah. that. Okay. Um, and then finally, um, when Alice comes out and he's got the pipe and he's in the smoking jacket and uh, Stephen, the dad, says, are you entering a David Niven lookalike contest? Yes. And we do know who that is. Well, we do. Now, dad wasn't sure. Did you know who it was without me explaining? Oh, yeah. With a okay. little, little mustache. Okay. Then, yeah. I mean, he yeah. was in a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. The thing that dad definitely knows the most from, though, is the Pink Panther Pink movies. Pan- yeah. And um, he's always wearing a jacket. In fact, right. um, we Google imaged a, a picture of him and yeah. it looked almost identical right, to right. what he was wearing. So, um, those are our jokes. Sha-la-la-la. All right. Um, now let's get down to the quote of the ep here. You had actually a couple of quotes that you liked. Let's oh, hear yes. your favorite quotes from the episode. Out of all of them, and I wrote down about five of them, but I think the one that's best, and I don't know that I have it exactly word for word, so don't hold me to that, but they made the comment that if you have a good relationship with your parents, <laughs> you're going to have good relationships with others. There's I think that's a very important, pertinent quote. <laughs> a lot of good mom quotes in this one, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Okay. What else? Oh, so the other ones? Um, there was another one where he's talking and he says, he's talking about his parents and he said, Again, I can't remember the exact words, but he said that, you know, him and his parents disagree about a lot of things, but underneath they think he's okay. So we're noticing a theme here in your uh, favorite quotes. Do you have one other one here? Okay. Um, well, the, um, oh, when they're talking to him, um, because they disagree with something that he's said. So the parents, obviously when I'm saying they were, Uh we're definitely referring to I know who you're identifying (laughs) with in the story. Okay. And they, and, I think it's the dad that says, Alex, we don't want to interfere. And then there's a pause. He goes, well, maybe we do. Yeah, the mom yeah. at least gives him like a dirty look. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah we maybe we do. So that there was that one. Um, like I said, I have a lot of quotes. Um, as he's um, leaving. So this is not a parent one. Oh, okay. As Alex is leaving her house. He goes, I feel so cheap. And that was, that was actually a really pretty good co- uh, quote. Too. Okay. And then, um, when he's talking to his dad and he says that he brought her a couple of wrapped melons and he goes, nobody can accuse you of being cliche. <laughs> that one made me laugh. And, um, well, there's one other one that you. you oh yes, uh, uh, the, I know that you like the calling one. Okay, so the mom is giving um, him a bad time about not letting them know he's going to be coming home late, and he says, "Oh, so you expect me to to say here? Do you want some cabernet? Now, excuse me, I have to go call my mummy." And the mom says, "I don't care what you said as long as you call your mummy." <laughs> so that was another. So those were all my quotes, and yes, there is there's somewhat a of a common there. thing. Yes. 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 Um, my, my quote of the ep, um, what is just very silly. Alex had a couple of good ones, but, yes. uh, my favorite was, he said, I've always thought immaturity was rather childish. <laughs> yes. Which, that, that was uh, good. That's a good one for me. Uh-huh. So those are your quotes of the ep. Yes. Those are the quotes. Sha-la-la-la. 
All right, uh, we're coming towards the end here. What's the moral? The moral is... Okay. I want to hear your take on it. The moral is that opening yourself up, even if it's going to be a unhappy situation at the time, but opening yourself up to love is the only way you're going to be able to enjoy the exhilaration of love. That's definitely like directly what Stephen stated there, right? Kind of. Kind yeah, of. Kind of the quote. But, but it's interesting. I added some stuff. And I think you're, you'll see, well, I think we'll see more of this as the show goes on and they've addressed it some, mm-hmm. the double standard between the way that they deal with their daughter and their son. Yes. And the way that women are treated and treated in general. Um, because I think the message that came across in the end was that, uh, the guys, the, the, the son, the boys, could date older older women that statutory rape was okay because it was the son that was younger right right it was the it was the, the male that was younger and if you think about if that situation was reversed what a different scenario it would be both then and now mm-hmm. um that's very interesting. Also, that underage smoking and drinking is super funny because right. the parents knew about – he mentioned offering her a Cabernet. And mm-hmm. they didn't go, wait, you were drinking? Right. It was just like, oh. <laughs> it was more that he didn't call. Okay, call right. while you're call drinking while you're and drunk. Yeah. Right. So, well, which I, probably – One of the things that actually in my – watching it makes me think of is that oftentimes – Alex is the voice of reason. He's the one that most parents are going to identify with as far as how he feels things should be handled, where the parents sound more like what the teenagers would be saying. Well, and that's, I think, part of the dynamic of their relationship. That's part of the joke, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um, that's the way that Family Ties goes. It's always a special episode. I guess so. This one was... Special. Chosen just for you. <laughs> you didn't think I'd pick an episode for you to talk about where the son loses virginity and then has to talk to his parents about it. I was pretty sure that's not what we were going to be talking about. <laughs> well. So um, I owe you a uncomfortable something. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. Well, to give context, you took me to go see uh, <laughs> okay, never mind. Uh, Book of Mormon <laughs> with you. And um, what was the other puppet one that uh, you took me to? Oh, yeah. That Avenue one. Q. And then Kinky Boots. Yeah. So let's just... Just say, you know, this turnabout yeah, is fair but play. But they're all Broadway plays. This is a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sha-la-la-la. All right. Well, where can we find you on the internet? First of all, thank you for joining us. That's oh, great. you're welcome. Where can we find you on the internet? What would you like to plug? I know you Let's have see. something. Uh, I would say probably the thing I'd like to plug the most would be mountainroomescapes.com. Do you know the name of your business? I had to stop and think about it. <laughs> All right. You've recently entered into partnership. Yes. Um, with it, my my brother, uh-huh. Matthew. The- Brothers, right? Um, uh-huh. But Matthew, Matthew was a former right. co-host, so people who listen to the show would know. Yes. Mountainroomescapes.com. What is it? And it is a room escape in Big Bear, beautiful Big Bear, California. And we are um, – Hopefully opening up a second room really soon. So we'll have two different um, escape opportunities for people to experience. All right. And um, if you are looking for our show, alexpkeatonismyfriend.com is our website. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all those great um, websites for podcasts. Um, if you would like to send us in some email, you can send us a message at alexpkeatonismyfriend at gmail.com. Um, also go and like our Facebook page, please give us any comments or quotes, uh, through there that you'd like us to discuss. 
And um, I think that's about it. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. And we do need to give Philip some extra um, kudos for this particular session because he is going to have to do a lot of editing to make it worthy (laughs) for you guys to listen to. Oh, no, it's great. Mom's not as used to talking on podcasts (laughs) as maybe some of our other guests, but this was an important one for me to do. Yes. And um, And, and he better be doing a lot of editing. Oh, no, I'm leaving all the good stuff in. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you all for listening and joining us this episode. Please join us next time for another very special episode of Alex P. Keaton is my friend. What would we do, baby, without us? What would we do, baby, without us? And there ain't no nothing we can love each other through. What would we do, baby? This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.